Good morning. This is Jimmy Page. Come on, it's time to wake up and get the lead out. It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door. You never will get... Hi, welcome to Four Feet Running with Nick and Dan, episode 42. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're in Bristol, Rhode Island today. Yep. Just going for a very, you know, short little run. We have the dogs with us, so yep. that's always interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's an incredibly hot and muggy day, and we had to wait until... It is 8 o'clock at night that we can manage a run-in. 90-some degrees all day, really high humidity. Yeah, the kind of humidity where they just tell you to stay inside. Which we did. Sit in an ice bath, if, if at all possible, really. Yeah, which the dogs pretty much did, because they're happy to be out now. It's a little cooler, still humid. Yeah, but it's not as warm right now, because the sun's down. Yeah. Yay. year anniversary. Yeah, it's been one year running. So I guess it's appropriate that we're in Bristol because we like to celebrate anniversaries here in Bristol. This is the town with the uh, longest running 4th of July parade. Yes, they like to celebrate independence and they love the colors red, white, and blue a yep. lot. Yeah, they're everywhere. So we've been doing the podcast for one year. Yeah, how's it been for you? Good, it's been an interesting year. Yeah, want to go recap the whole year? Uh, I don't know if I remember yesterday. Hi, again. Welcome to Four Feet Running with Nick and Dan. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Did you say? He said, nice tits. Oh, nice. <laughs> hey, that's We're great for episode one. <laughs> year ago, you only uh, had done two marathons? Or you were working for your second one? Yeah, I was working towards Philadelphia, which was my second marathon. You'd only done the one before. And you had just started running. Yeah. So how do you feel about your progress over the year? Well, you know, I guess I've done pretty well. I mean, over a year, I went from doing nothing to running a 10K. Yeah. That's going to count well, for something. You, you didn't even know you'd run a 5K. No. When we first started, you'd asked if I had any plans for races or anything, and I didn't really have any forever. You were very um, non-committal. <laughs> That's a polite word. The actual yeah. word is lazy. But uh, how many races have you run? Might even be six. Okay. Something like that, I, I don't lost remember. lost track. There's at least one 10K, one five-miler, and a... And a few 5Ks. Yeah, maybe five races. Yeah. Four, five, six, something like that. I don't In know. In that range. If you know, email uh, <laughs> 4 <4-3-running> at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I went from 
doing no running whatsoever and just being a complete newbie. Mm -hmm. I started the couch to 5K the very first week, worked my way up. Yeah, well, I've definitely seen an improvement in your fitness. Yeah. We don't breathe heavy when we walk up the hills anymore. Which <laughs> <laughs> you used to have, you know, the followers was very hilly, and you always had a few problems keeping up. Yeah. But now, now not so much at all. No. You know, and bike riding, you know, there's definitely just a lot of improvement there. Mm-hmm. You've been doing a little more of that, too, because of the heat. You've improved in your fitness overall, I would say. I remember when we first started running, the five-minute stretches in the Couch to 5K program seemed like, oh, God, yeah. what am I going to do for five minutes? How am I ever going to make five minutes? You were pretty insecure about the five minutes, and uh, never mind. And then it was like a 20 minute. Once you start getting into like double digit minutes, I don't know how I would ever do those. But I managed that. And now I'm running for well, an hour and a half at a time. Yeah, you've run up to seven miles, is what you've done so far. Yeah, that's my top most limit. And so I guess we still plan on doing the podcast. So yeah. We don't know where you're going to go with your training next. No. <laughs> I just figure, you know, play by ear, see what happens. Because of the heat of the summer, which has been affecting you quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you're kind of winging it right now. Yeah, I have a plan more or less, but, you know, what happens there? Can we start running, maybe? Sure. Ready? Sure. So, I mean, it's been a good year for you. Yeah. You've lost a few pounds, which is good. A few, you know, a handful. I mean, hasn't been uh, spectacular or anything. Yeah. That's because I haven't really put in... Like a ton of effort yeah. for that, you know. I did the 10 and 10 challenge. Yeah. You lost about, what, five pounds or so? Yeah, about five pounds. You've had good runs and bad runs, but mm -hmm. overall, you made a lot of gains. Well, I've started thinking about runs in terms of miles now. You've also started to enjoy running. Yeah, I really like doing it, you know. I look forward to it on the days when I don't run. Thank oh. I should be running right now. <laughs> I learned to enjoy other people's running, too, like hearing about everyone else's. And but I, I think running, too, is giving you a lot more confidence, despite coming in last a couple of races ago. But but at least I did that, you know. Yeah. We still went out and I did it. Yeah, we got right back up on the course. Yeah. And I uh, did another race. Yeah. And actually had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, we did a Bristol episode. I don't remember which podcast that was, but it was also very noisy. Guess what? It's still noisy. Uh, I've made a lot of gains. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think I haven't done enough, but then I figure in a year, I went from doing absolutely nothing to, you know, just thinking, oh, I got a few, you know, I got half an hour to kill. Maybe I'll go out and run three miles. Yeah. I mean... That's a big difference. I talk to people who are in shape, and I tell them I run. And after they stop laughing, yeah. they say, well, how long do you run for? And I tell them, like, I tell them, like three, four miles at a time. And they go, it, really? <laughs> I can't do two. So I figure, you know, I may not be, you know, chiseled and finely honed, but at least I can run for a few miles at a time. 
Well, your heart will like it. If I can't win any posing competitions, at least I can run for a few miles. Well, most runners can't do posing competitions. That's for bodybuilders. That's in a whole other podcast. All right. It's one of those podcasts that talk about whey protein all day. Whey protein. Whey. In a year, you went from only doing one marathon and a couple of 5Ks. Yep. You're practically doing a race every week. I know. During the course of this podcast, I've done three marathons. Just a few 5Ks. One 10K. By a miler. By a miler. And several half marathons. Yeah. At least three. God. How much money have we spent doing that? <laughs> how do you feel like... Your earnings progressed throughout this whole year. Well, actually, it's kind of taken a turn for the worse lately, unfortunately. I, I mean, I think I made some gains for the marathon, but uh, I'm still having some issues with my body. I seem to be breaking down a lot more, even since the last podcast. Yeah. So my running has been very, very bad. In the, in the past two weeks, I've only run twice. This might be my third time. Yeah. And not very far. My last run was only a mile and a half. Yeah. It's not like an eight because I've been feeling very sick still. So I've been knocked down a lot. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like I'm losing a bit of fitness, unfortunately. Yeah. I felt like I was gaining it for a while, especially for Philly. Yeah. It was definitely a decrease for the other the other two marathons for Providence and uh, Vermont. I've gotten a lot of miles, but not as many as I had wanted to. A lot of life stuff came in the way, and again, you know, a lot of the not feeling well mm-hmm. kind of interrupted it. Yeah. But I'm still waiting on some doctor's appointments. An appointment with a gastrointestinal doctor. Yeah. And uh, she'll tell you what the next step is, because you may or may not have celiac disease. Or it could be something else. Or it could be a gluten intolerance. Maybe something else. Who knows yeah, what's going on with as you. As far as my regular doctor is concerned, she's still pursuing the celiac thing. Because the symptoms are really close. My blood work's okay. I'm not anemic. I'm not deficient in anything. Because uh, part of celiac is that you can't absorb nutrients. It's like it triggers an autoimmune response. Yeah. Eating gluten does. And your body actually damages its own self. Yeah, it damages the uh, the villi, yeah. sort of the little fingers inside your intestines. Yeah, that um, are very important to absorb nutrients. Yeah. So so far so good on that. I mean, so, the thing which is, might uh, point to just um, uh, an intolerance or a sensitivity, if it is indeed the gluten bothering me. Yeah. And I read statistics. It's like almost like one in four women can be gluten intolerant. <laughs> Yeah. And celiac itself is such an underdiagnosed disease. It's estimated about 1 in 100 people have it in the U.S. And possibly 1 out of 10 people who have celiac isn't diagnosed with it because it's so, it's so hard to diagnose. I have to get a biopsy. Scary, but at least I'd like some answers. Yeah. Even that, if it's negative, it might be 
a false negative. Yeah. So that's why celiac is very difficult to diagnose. But it might not be that either. You've had to uh, talk with your grandmother about this. Yeah. Because your grandmother's been saying, well, I hope it isn't anything. I hope they yeah. don't find anything, right? I know. And most people, you know, you don't want anybody. You don't want bad things to happen, of course. But really, you wanted them to find something. Something small. <laughs> something small that it's easily cured. Yeah. Nothing because, like cancer or anything. No. But you've been feeling like shit. Yeah, it's been about six months, I would say. Especially since my appendicitis. Yeah. Which can be a trigger for celiacs. So you want them to find something small. And I, I prefer it if it's just this, because at least I, I can fix it by diet and I can have control over it. Because if they find nothing... Yeah. And that doesn't help you at all. No, that just means more horrible, horrible tests. Yeah. And, and a delay on something that could be very, very critical. And it, I'm, just, I'm just really pissed that it's interrupting my running. Yeah. And my schedule. My nicely laid out Hal Higdon advanced half marathon schedule that I had all planned out. Yeah. And I was really excited about doing. Uh, no, can I do it? I tried telling, you know, the doctors and... Yeah, I was trying to tell them, like... I seem to be losing energy. I'm tired all the time. And I can't seem to make four miles. Oh, it's just the heat. Really? But I ran 20 miles in, in August heat and humidity last year yeah. without a problem. Yeah. It's hard to get them, well, when some people, to believe. And the, the doctor's been pretty good, though. Yeah. But when they're not runners, yeah. it's hard for them to understand because it's like you tell them, I couldn't even run four miles. They're like, I can't run four miles right now. It's been an interesting year. Yeah. My body's gone through a lot of changes this yeah. podcast. I know. More than I ever want. Well, I'm stuff. sick of it. Oh. I'm just, I'm sick of being sick now. I just want it done. All right. Well, second year of four feet running. I'm going to make a commitment. Be healthier. Yeah. I only have hopes for the next year. Yeah. We'll see. I do want to do the half marathons I had planned. In the fall, in September, that's in for, October. That's for the worldwide half. Yep. Possibly doing the Austin Marathon. If not that, because it might be time off issues yeah. with you. But, yeah, it might um, be an issue getting on my vacation squared away. But um, if not, maybe maybe San Diego. Yeah. Everybody keeps writing us and saying, do San Diego, do San Diego. Yeah, Rock and Roll so, Marathon. Plus, if, if I am feeling sick now... And hopefully get resolved sooner than later. Yeah. Maybe a later marathon might not be a bad idea. That one is in June. Yeah. And Austin is in February. Yeah. So it'll give you more of a buffer zone. Yeah. Too. Is, I feel like I'm starting from scratch again. Very annoying. We get to do the couch to marathon training yeah. plan. <laughs> That's what we're going to have to do. C21M. thing about doing a podcast for a year mm-hmm. is that we've met so many people through it. I know. That's amazing. And they've all been delightful. They have. 
It's definitely, you feel like you're part of something. Yeah. Having done the podcast, listening to other podcasts. Yeah. You know, we mentioned this in a previous episode recently. Yeah. You know, we've met some of the nicest people yeah. that do this. So yeah. definitely no regrets. Yeah. You know, when we first started, we didn't know where it was going to go or what we were doing. Yeah. Obviously. We didn't know what kind of people we'd meet. You hadn't listened to the running podcast, obviously, because you weren't into running. No. So it was me. I'm like, well, they all seem really nice. Yeah. I don't think there'll be a problem. Yeah, I love blogs, but I don't really like to write my own blog. It's just too time-consuming to actually write. But I don't mind talking. So that's why, you know, I thought this would be kind of a fun idea of, like, an audio blog to share, have other people share, that sort of thing. Yeah. It was all Fidipidation's fault, anyway. Because you started out listening to Fidip. That was wow. my very first podcast. Wow. I remember I bought my iPod February 06. This show was the first to uh, be downloaded. You know, it was definitely an influence to run my first marathon at Falmouth that year. I had sort of thought about doing one. I didn't know if I could or not. I was pretty insecure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he kept saying that anybody could do it. <laughs> I believed him. You figured, hey, I'm anybody. <laughs> yeah. It definitely got me, like, the extra kick in the pants that I needed to sign up. Especially seeing as he was a local base skater guy who had already done Falmouth. And Falmouth was only an, is only an hour from us. But, yeah. hey, well, ain't this a coincidence? And, you know, that led to a lot of other podcasts. And then I just fell in love with the whole media. And I tend to get a little obsessive. All right, Pop Quiz, how many are on your iPod right now? Well, they're not on my iPod. They're in my iTunes. I have 527 things to listen to. <laughs> I, I cleared it out. I actually, I had it up to 830. So what other uh, first podcasts did you listen to? Um, Adam Tinkoff, Burning 20. It was definitely a big one. Through, through Fidipidations, that's how I learned of it. So I've been following Adam since about 2006. I listen to a lot that aren't around anymore. A lot of running podcasts that just disappeared off the face of the earth. And they didn't even say goodbye. They just left. They pod faded. Yeah. I hate that term, actually. Sorry I said that. I'm sorry. I yeah. hate that term. Like run cast and... I think that was the first podcast from running. I used to like Dogcast Radio. I enjoyed it. And then they started talking about hokey medicine for dogs. So I I stopped that. Or psychic dog. Oh, God. For dogs, that's it. That's what I didn't like. started. I I don't really believe in psychics. Um, See our Halloween episode. Yeah, go back and listen to the Halloween episode. And I particularly don't believe in animal psychics. So what, what did you listen to for? My first ever podcast was The Transmission, which was a, uh, a lost fan podcast. Oh, yeah. And I found it because I just loved the show Lost. Yeah. And I was dying for more of it. Yeah. <laughs> and they had just started up. How long is that? Two miles. Okay. Can I start walking? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so you started with the transmission, yeah, that and that was, got you hooked. That got me hooked because I was like, wow, this is really fun. That people, you know, just average, ordinary people pick up a microphone yeah. and suddenly can broadcast to thousands of people around the world. And actually, the transmission, they went away after a couple months. Yeah, you were, I remember you being really mad. 
<laughs> because you finally found a podcast you really enjoyed. Yeah. And I, it went away. It pod faded. Uh, it pod faded back in. It did. It, it, it faded it, in. It pod unfaded. Unfaded. Well, like in scripts, they say fade in. Fade in. So I'm going to say pod faded in. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> pod fade to black. Yeah. They, <laughs> they pod faded to hiatus. Yeah. And then uh, came back. Like, actually. Not very long ago. They took like two years off uh, and came back. There's only a but few that are. really stuck. Yeah. You know, Fidipidations, following Adam through all his transitions. Yeah. You know, Nigel, I listened mm-hmm. to him right from the beginning. Yeah. And um, Dr. Monty, too. Yeah. I remember him from the beginning. But yeah. as far as whatever I listened to in 2006, I think a lot of the other stuff really just faded away. Yeah. A lot of the running ones stuck. <laughs> My first running podcast is probably Fidip. Yeah. Because you got me into running podcasts. You know, when, uh, one of the first times when I tried the C25K program. Yeah, well, you had a whole episode about that. Yeah, so I tried that, and I, I, I really liked his show. You know, he definitely gets you to believe in yourself, and, yeah. you know, he's, he like, constantly... Yeah, you off your ass. Yeah. Which I mean, is, there's a lot more professional podcasts now. You yeah. know, like, I listen to all the NPR ones, and but my favorite ones that I always go back to are just the regular people. And I like to listen to what their lives, like a window into their lives. I guess that's why we do that here. Yeah. You know, we're not shy. Yeah. <laughs> we live a pretty good life, so I'm, yeah. I'm not embarrassed by much. Call me crazy. I like the episode of Another Runner where he just sits and makes coffee. I know. I love it. I know. Because... I want to know that Adam's making coffee. I like knowing that he's having a good day. I, it's the simplicity and the joy in it all. Yeah. I find that just inspiring. Yeah. And regular people are going out, running. They're doing the same things I'm doing. Like, same thing with uh, with Nigel. I remember hearing, I think, my, my first Running from the Reaper episode. <laughs> I just remember being struck like he was just running by some swans. Everyone knows the swans. If you yeah. listen to Running from the Reaper, you know about the swans. And I was thinking, that's awesome. <laughs> he's just running by swans and saying, look, those are swans. Because that's what I would do. Yeah. If I saw swans when I was running, I would stop and say, hey, look at those swans. Yeah, I think we have talked about swans and ducks yeah. in this podcast. You know, and same thing with uh, Fidip. We talked to uh, John son, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Never just John. No. He's got to throw the middle name in there. Yeah. And it's been really good discovering all the, the newer people who have yeah. been doing run casts too there's so many now i know i feel bad i can't keep up with everybody starting to get blisters <laughs> on the inside of my ears yeah <laughs> from my headphones well i mean I, I like all the the newer ones well they're not that new anymore no, some of them they're actually you know, not. like jody she's been doing it for a while now you know running ramblings martin mm-hmm. i've been doing it for a while now too yeah. and there's the extra mile too yeah. they've been doing it for a year yeah that's right they started that's around the same year. time yeah. as we did so, happy anniversary to them, too. <laughs> yeah. So, we were wondering uh, what you... I'm not talking to you right now. I'm yeah. talking to people at large. Yeah. The world. <laughs> the listeners. We are wondering what your first podcasts were. Yeah, what, what began the obsession? Because, obviously, if you're listening to, listening to us, you must listen to other podcasts. you got to listen to other podcasts. Yeah, please do. 
which ones uh, got you started. Yeah, we're curious. Yeah, just, you know, for our own edification. <laughs> if you want to call in or write us an email. Or you want to record something and send that to I never say that, but you can always record something and email us an MP3 or something. It's like the same as calling. Well, I think it's an enjoyable experience doing this podcast. It's everybody we've met. Yeah. <laughs> it's really been the joy of it all. I love hearing about everybody's races. I love it. Every time we get an email... I love it, and I want to hear what they're up to. I just want to know what everybody's lives are like. I'm nosy. Yeah, I know. I'm just a big That's busybody. Basically, it. We're really, really nosy people. Oh, open windows. Look at that. Ooh. We can look in. Oh, we can see a fire truck. There's a fire truck. Yeah, we, we do peek in windows sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Only when it's dark out. And it's, uh, oh, wait, I should rephrase that. Hold on a sec. <laughs> no, Only when they can't see it. us. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> oh, this is getting worse and worse. Strangers in the night. Two lonely people, we were strangers in the night. Up to the moment when we said our first hello. Little did we know. Love was just a glance away, a warm embracing dance away, and ever since that night, we've been together, lovers at first sight, in love for... I'm beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day. But I've been awake. I haven't had a nap all day. Because so far I've had, I take at least one or two naps a day, yeah. which is ridiculous. I'm not a napper. It's starting to bug my work, you know? I think we're a couple of streets yeah, up Yeah, there's the, well, what used to be the Golden Goose. I'm such a New Englander. It's all like the businesses that used to be. I know. That used to be the Golden Goose 10 years ago. I know. Ten no, years. 15. It's, oh, my God. That's when we started 14, I guess, because that's when we started dating. Yeah. He used to take me out there. Yeah. We're right next to uh, this place that used to be the Golden Goose. I don't even know what the hell the name of it is anymore. I don't even know what they sell anymore. It's some kind of restaurant. It used to be like a deli. Yeah. And we used to go there for dates yeah. in our very early days of dating. Yeah. And uh, what was that, 1994? Yeah. It's a Leo's Ristorante. Yeah. We should just go eat. There used to be a liquor store, too. Yeah, yeah there's a liquor store. On the other side. How does a liquor store go under? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, in Bristol, around 4th of July. Yeah, we used to play chess. We used to be such nerds. Yeah, we used to bring your chess board. Mm -hmm. I used to go play chess outside. Because yeah. they have little tables outside. And when it was summer, and who we... won? Who, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> because I let you win. Yeah, you're right. a sore loser. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's because yeah. you couldn't win. Well, partly that, yeah, I do suck at chess. Because I tend to, like, I'm a gut instinct chess player. I just, like, I go for the flashy moves. Yeah, it's not about gut instinct, it's about planning ahead. I try to, like, I try to make, like, the desperation well, moves to try to intimidate you. Yeah, but I already had it planned ahead about, like, four moves. <laughs> I figure if I take my queen out, like, right at the beginning and start messing around on the board with it, yeah. you'll be like, yeah, she holy captured every time. You're like, holy this guy's serious. He's, he doesn't even care about sacrificing the queen. He must mean business. For some reason, I'd always, it was always my bishop that got her. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't check the diagonals very well. No, you're very bad at diagonals. It stinks. Yeah, I smell bad, too. I know. You know, I had a dream about, <laughs> about how bad you smell. 
he I told think... me in your dream that I stunk. Yeah, well, you told me that I stunk, but um, I told you back that you stunk, and I have a feeling it might have been because you might have really stunk. <laughs> you probably really told me, too, in, in the real life that Possibly, I stunk. Possibly, because I do talk in my sleep sometimes. Constantly, actually. <laughs> Yeah, just going for a little walk. It got kind of dark, so uh, we went back home. Yes. And now we're up and walking the dogs again. And uh, we're not going to run this time, we're just walking. Yeah. We wanted to uh, talk about your gym experiences. And my training plan experience. Yeah. I considered joining a gym for the summer because it's so hot out. Yeah. And uh, it's so humid. I, oh, I can't stand the humidity and the heat. You have absolutely no good running time. By the time you get home, it's uh, 11, and by the time you go to bed, it's 5. So yeah, the those... time you're awake is the hottest time of the day. Oh, it's always really warm and humid. I've been trying to wake up earlier in the morning. Well, really later at night. <laughs> yeah. And uh, go running when it's completely dark out. Yeah, about Cause, midnight. Yeah, because I have to work from 2 in the morning until 10 in the morning. So that would mean I'd have to shift my sleeping hours even earlier. Yeah, because it's very bright out, even with a sleep mask. Yeah, I have a little sleep mask that I got from a flight I took once on JetBlue. Yeah. It's your best <laughs> mask ever. Yeah. I've tried to find other sleeping masks. But uh, they're all for ladies. Yes. <laughs> they all have flowers and the scented like, perfume. Lavender oils. Yeah. I just want a simple sleeping mask that I can just cover my eyes with. Anyway. So you, you've been considering going into the gym. Yeah. So I've uh, thought about joining a gym just for a couple of months. I went over there because I figured I'd price it. You know, we have a gym in town. It's a really nice building. It's in an old mill. And you said it was a nice looking gym. Yeah. I went inside figured I'd price it, see what it was like in there. Because, of course, they don't tell you no, on the website. No, it's always a secret. So I went inside and uh, looked at all the things. I got a little guided tour and everything. And they have a ton of treadmills and elliptical machines. And they have classes. They have some training, personal training, free weights. Mm, most of which you would not use. Probably not. Let's face it. <laughs> so, yeah, I eventually got to the part at the end of the tour where they sit you down in a little cubicle, and then they go over the price with you. Which is much like a car dealer. It's pretty much exactly like going to a car dealer. It was worse, actually, doing this at the gym than buying my car was yeah. seven years ago. You did less haggling. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with, at, with your car than with the gym. Oh, yeah. My car was real easy. I just told them, like, dude, I want a Toyota. If you're not going to give me a good price, I'll go to some other Toyota dealership. And he said, fair enough. <laughs> and he gave you a good price. Oh, yeah. And he, we were both very nice and polite about it, yeah. actually. This was like, oh, man. I'm surprised I left there in one piece. I understand, like, the lady that I had yeah, I mean, trying to make a living. Yeah, I not against capitalism, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I guess if you got to make money, you got to make money. But in, in the meantime, you, you don't want a song and a dance 
first off, you couldn't do it for just a few months. They wouldn't let you. Yeah, I should say that, first of all. They wouldn't let me sign up for a few months. They wanted a two-year commitment. Yeah. Yeah, the price she originally gave me was um, $500 initial setup fee. Yeah. And $30 a month uh, for two years. Which um, would be how much? Let's uh, see, 30 Oh, math. Forget it. It was a lot. $1,100. Yeah, it was a ton of money. Yeah, just initially. Yeah. Out of pocket, $1,100. So I kind of pulled a face, and then she knocked down the original first setup fee from $500 to $150. Yeah, with still $30 a month. And I still kind of, like, was pulling a face because I'm like, well, I just want to join up for a little while just to get out of the heat. And then she went into, well, you know... You probably want it in the winter, too, because, you know, it gets snowy out there. Yeah, it's so dangerous to run in the in the winter. Yeah, and I said, well, you know, I mean, it does snow around here, but I did run all last winter outside. Yeah. She said, really? I said, yeah. She's like, oh, because I know some guy who ran outside, didn't see some ice, and he slipped and broke his foot in two places. Yeah, which you highly doubt that story. I don't know. She wasn't convincing. Nah. <laughs> So I said, well, you know, I mean, you just run out in the street or you run where there's salt or you run where there's sand. And Also, if it happens to be slippery outside when you're running, the nice thing is that you can stop. Yes. <laughs> you know, just simply just don't move your feet. Yeah, there was a second plan that, there, that she also had that was like a $300 a month initial fee and $20 a, a month yeah. for two years. Which ended up being more than the... More than the other plan. The other cost, plan. Yeah, cost more than the other plan in the long run. And then she knocked that, like, initial setup fee down to zero. Yeah. And it still would have cost a lot of money. I mean, all in all, basically, it came down to about $400 a year. Yeah. That's, let's just boil it down. The cheapest plan was about $400 a year. She knocked it down from two years to one year. Yeah. And eventually, I'm pretty sure I could have gotten her down to the point where she would have paid me to go to the gym. <laughs> She wouldn't let you go. Yeah, this is a Probably big thing. She would not let you leave the gym without paying. No, I said, uh, well, I should probably go talk to my wife about this. What do you need to talk to your wife for? Well, you can just give me your credit card now, and we'll discharge it. Yeah. And uh, and then you can go talk to her. I said, well, yeah, but you're not understanding the whole point of me talking to her first before I spend the money. That's awful. You can't leave the gym basically without char being charged something. And uh, she also asked at one point, she's like, is she going to be mad at you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you say? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, she'd be, like, furious. <laughs> you have not met my wife, lady. Like, I'll beat you or something. Yeah. And I called her on it, too. I said... I know you want my money and you don't want me to leave. She said, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's just that uh, I think you would just be a fool if you left without... <laughs> and then she corrected herself, right? Yeah, then she's like, oh, well, uh, I mean, you know, not that you'd be a fool, but... <laughs> so you're not joining the gym? No, eventually I left because it was like, I, d I really just wanted a couple of months worth. Their daily visit fee was pretty expensive. Yeah, it was like $20 a day. No, just to run in the air conditioning, really. I mean, I know, like, I'd want to, like, do other things to make up for the money. It wouldn't be so horrible if you spent the money, but it would have to be worth the money. Yeah. And running on a treadmill twice a week, it wouldn't be worth the money. And I just know, like, I wouldn't have time or inclination to do a lot of it. Yeah. You would never be interested in classes. I know that. Nah. Um, that was it. 
But Can't be bothered. You know, the other thing you might be interested in is weightlifting, which I think would be a good thing for you. We have weights at home. Yeah, which is what I use at home. Mm-hmm. That hasn't really spurred you on. No. But yeah, so eventually I eventually did leave. And I said, well, you know, if I go, so go home and talk to my wife and I come back, you know, would I be able to uh, get this price or whatever? And she said, well, you know, no, I'm not really sure because I might not be in town. Yeah. That old sales, oh, I might not be in town. I might be out of town. And I'm like looking over. I'm like, there's your office right over there. Pictures of your kids and everything. Yeah, you got like stuff over there. It's a salesman tactic where like they, they take you over to like an anonymous desk yeah. with nothing on it. Giving you the impression that they're itinerant. Yeah. You know, they just, uh, they're just here for the day, really. So they're, not, they're taking you to, like, some place to make a deal, which isn't their office, because who knows if they'll be in town again. Yeah. So you have to grab the deal today. <laughs> but, I mean, her office was right over there. So I'm going to say you will be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, a little bit later, I was at home. And I, we decided, yeah, I'm not going to do the gym. It's just too expensive for what I would want and what I would eventually use it for. And then I was going to go out and do something else, some other errands. And I realized I left my driver's license there. They kept it is what they did. Yeah. They didn't give it back to you. <laughs> you got to check in your driver's license to go in the building because they have a daycare center there. So I had to go back there and show my face again. Yeah, and hopefully dodge another sales pitch. Eventually, I left with my life. So your conclusion is you're going to ride the bike more. Yeah, that's... you've already paid for. You know, I already own a bike. We paid something like, what, $400 for it? I'll just ride the bike a couple of times a week. Yeah. And I'll run a couple of times a week. Yeah, and riding's a lot cooler. Because you get a breeze when you ride. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a breeze when you run. No. Maybe if you ran really fast, but... Uh, yeah. I, don't you, I don't do that. <laughs> no. And you get to sit yeah. and relax on the downhills. Yeah. You really can't relax on the downhills when you're running unless you do a, some sort of forward roll somersault yeah. and just tumble down the hill. <laughs> You've come to the conclusion that your goal is not about races but just to be fit. Yeah. And, you know, the street's free. Yeah. So I'll just use what I have and go outside and suck it up. Yeah. I mean, for the price of... A one-year membership at the gym. You've already paid the bike. Yeah. So I'll just do that. So, no gym. <laughs> no gym. I've been using the Nike Plus because I have a little sport band. Well, one good thing is the milestone, I hit 100 miles Yay! on the Nike Plus. Which is great. Yeah. You got a certificate. Yeah, they, they let me print out a little certificate saying I ran 100 miles. I think you should print it out and put it in your office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, put it in a little frame. Yeah. But um, their training plan, which I said a couple of weeks ago I was going to do one of their training plans. Yeah. The 10K and you've been plan. having some problems with the site. Yeah, the software on their site doesn't really work. You've, you've started the training plan twice. Mm-hmm. Like, I started doing the training plan, and I said I was going to start it on this particular day. Boom. And it gives you a bunch of little goals for every day. Yeah. And then, you know, like, say today's goal will be run three miles. Mm-hmm. So you'd run three miles, mm-hmm. plug in your Nike band. And it would record it as a run, and it would record it toward my goal, because I made a little personal goal. I yeah. want to run, like, a certain long distance over a bunch of long number of weeks. Yeah. And it puts it in there. 
but I wouldn't put it in my training plan. No, you just ignore it. And then your training plan would say, you're behind three miles. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it the next day, and it was another three-mile run. Mm-hmm. And I ran three miles outside, and uh, that was fun, and I got all nice and sweaty and stuff. Yeah. And plugged in the Nike Plus, counted toward my overall goal of running whatever it is, 50 miles over eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't count toward my training plan. <laughs> That's and annoying. Now, now it said I was six miles behind. Yeah. So I said, oh, f- this. So I, like, stopped the training plan. I said, well, maybe it's because I'm running it on off days from when I'm actually supposed to run in the week. Yeah. So I stopped the training plan, I restarted it, and I said, all right, well, this time I'll run it on the days when it says I'm supposed to run. Yeah. Tried it again that way, said, all right, run three miles on this day. So I said, okay, that day I'm going to run three miles. Mm -hmm. Went out and did it, plugged in the Nike Plus, still no three miles. (laughs) I'm still three miles behind. So frustrating. Did it again the next day, says I'm still three miles, um, six miles now behind. Yeah. I let it run for a while. I did a whole bunch more runs. I was like 28 miles behind eventually. <laughs> it so never said, recorded one run. No, never did one. So it made you feel like a lazy bastard. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> so my training plan was like just all a mess. Yeah. And you've decided not to do that. I went on the Nike Plus forums and I tried to see if anybody else had this particular problem. If it was something I was doing that was just completely wrong. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't, it wouldn't record in the software on the website. Yeah. So I went on there, and other people said, don't bother with the little training plan thing because it is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> so be warned out there with those with the Nike Plus band or iPod system. It does say on this little website thing, it does say beta. Yeah. But I would say that's more like alpha. Yeah. <laughs> it needs a lot of work. Yeah. Or yeah. to work a little. But what I ended up doing was I just took the training plan and I just printed it out mm. as like a PDF. Yeah. And I'm just going to use it, but just not log it on the website. Because yeah. the plan itself, you seem it, it seems pretty reasonable for you. It has reasonable goals. It's yep. not. It doesn't jump too high. Yeah. It doesn't make you run too fast. Nope. So you like that. The, yeah. the plan itself seems okay. You just can't actually integrate it with your with the technology. Yeah. At all. Exactly. <laughs> Then you will really move. Jack, you are in the groove. If you don't dig this thing that means you goof, so blow it on the sax, Mac Rooney. Have one from Ultra Dad. Ultra Dad. Rob. Yep. He's got he, a podcast, right? Yeah, he's, he's pretty new because he's still in the iTunes slidey thing. Ooh. Slidey <laughs> thing. That was fun being in the slidey I thing. I like the slidey thing. But they kick you out after about a month. Oh, yeah. So. That's, that's true. Yeah. But he's a great podcast. I've, li- I've just listened to a couple so far. Mm-hmm. Ultra running is scary, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's very intimidating. I don't know how they do it. I mean, it just seems like so long. I know. I, I so admire long. it, but oof, you're on your feet a long time. And fitting it in. I mean, I think that's one thing about his podcast. You get to listen to how an ultra runner can fit it in with life. Obviously, he's a dad. Yeah. Ultra dad. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, we don't even have kids. Definitely, you know, good listen. Yeah. Check mm-hmm. it out.
And he writes, sorry to hear about the Garmin. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Garmin 4Runner 205 that yeah. Stanley chewed up. I had a funeral with the trash <laughs> can. I finally threw it out. Yeah, we were keeping it around for a while for sentimental reasons. Mm. And he also, he sent me a link to uh, find a nice hat, a nice little baseball hat with the Red Sox logo on it mm-hmm. that might also uh, wick away some sweat. Yeah, so that might be a good option for you. Yeah. I've been using a Nike dry fit hat. And you like that a lot better. Yeah, right? that's a lot better than my regular, you know, sort of cotton baseball hat. He runs in a Seattle Mariners hat. Oh. Is that a good team? They're all right. They're as good as the Red Sox. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you put the link up for anybody else who wants to get a Boston Red Sox cap. <laughs> or I guess some other kind of hat if you, you know. I know uh, Adam's a Yankees guy. I don't care, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Yankees are I'm, a good team. They're just not as good as the Red Sox. I'm team right neutral, now. to be honest. Baseball is the most boring thing ever. <laughs> not the most boring thing. Golf uh, edges it out, I think. Yeah, that's true. Watching golf. All right, yeah, I'll agree with that. It's like the second most boring thing to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Anyway. we have more emails to go through. (laughs) Thank you very much, Ultra Dad. We got another email from Libby, um, and she was thanking us very much for the race photos. Actually, she's thanking Listener John for the photos. And uh, she says, Dan, I feel your pain running in the back of the pack. Some of us will never be fast runners, no matter how hard we try. When I hear Nick say she ran nine-something minute miles, I'm happy for her, but I know I'll always be back there running with Dan, fighting for a last place over the line. Well, to make you feel better, when I hear other people run, they're usually a lot faster than me, so if you got up to the nine-minute mile, you still feel slow. I think we all just have to suffer with that. Yeah, always be someone faster. Yeah, but that's not what it's about, right? Yeah. About how fast you are. Yes. I ran a half marathon last year and was an hour behind the last person who finished ahead of me. Do I care? Nope. I ran a freaking half marathon. Damn right. I don't think the volunteers want to see me back in that race again. <laughs> Just like you at Fairy Event. Yeah. Uh, and for you, she writes, I hope you're able to find a solution for your stomach problems. I recently consulted a dietitian nutritionist about my non ability to lose weight. And she put me on a no-grain plan, which is probably just another name for no gluten. Yeah. I have to say, you know, if it isn't a gluten problem, I might go gluten-free for a while. Yeah, I did notice. Just by by going gluten-free those few days, I lost two pounds and, like, half the swelling. Hey. <laughs> you know, for some I had a flat tummy, mm-hmm. which I haven't had in a while, and uh, that felt really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because of the, the swelling from... Possibly the gluten or the or the wheat. I, I understand what she's talking about with the uh, weight loss. Yeah. Mm. Plus, it's so addictive. Pasta. Oh, <laughs> I love pasta. You know, I like pasta, but I never know when to stop. <laughs> and it makes me swell. Yeah. Swell so much I can't wear my rings anymore. It's so yummy. I know. Well, thank you very much, Libby. We got another one from Deb from Finland. Very cool. I think our first... I would love to go to Finland. First Finland person, right? Yeah, I think first Finnish. She writes, uh, I'm a fairly new runner having two 10Ks under my belt, but those were actually kind of accidental. In Helsinki, <laughs> there's a huge run for women called the something and Finnish, which I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to misspell. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. We'll put a link. Yeah. Uh, the rule is that you can do what you want, uh, walk, run, jog, or use the Nordic stick thingies. 
I've seen a few people with those. Yeah. Apparently, they're supposed to be nice for walking with. They seem fun. Um, Gives you something to do with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're running in, like, a bad neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Two weapons. Yes. So a few friends and I decided we would do what we could, and to our utter delight and surprise, we ran the whole thing. Woohoo! Excellent. Uh, and now she's got the bug about running. I have to tell you that as a new runner who's easily bored, even with some of the most beautiful scenery anywhere, your neighborly podcast has kept me going and smiling all the while, much to the Finns' distress. <laughs> they are rather unexpressive people who think those who smile excessively as either trying to sell them something drunk or crazy. <laughs> I've heard that before, so that is true. I've never heard that before about Finnish people, that they don't like smiling as much. I think I heard that on the Travel Channel when we used to have cable a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably can't go to Finland because I smile a lot. Yeah, I tend to smile a lot, too. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> oh, are you drunk? Yeah, I'm always a little bit drunk. <laughs> And crazy. And she said she's going to be trying some geocaching, maybe, if she can get her GPS on the phone to work. I bet there are good ones there. Oh, it's probably great ones in Finland. I just have a feeling that's a good place for it. Yeah. She also says maybe one day you can do a podcast from here. When the dollar gets better, I'll go anywhere across, <laughs> across the ocean. Yeah. But right now... It stinks. It hasn't been, it hasn't been kind to us. Uh, we also got another email from Ari. I've been listening to your show for a few months now, and I thought this would be the right time to write in and say how much I'm enjoying your show. Yay! I like when people write in. Uh, he actually doesn't listen to it while running. He listens to it during the commute to and from work. That's a lot of people seem to do that. Yeah. I, I can only listen to running podcasts while I run. I remember when I first started running, I listened mostly to music. Mm. And that was all right, but it didn't. It wasn't as good as the running podcast. Yeah, it's something but, I don't know. Yeah, get you going. But I understand why some people don't run with iPods because I'm sure some people might find it distracting. Or, yeah, they yeah. probably want to concentrate or something. Also, well, that's why I can't run with an iPod while I race. I prefer not to. Yeah. Plus, you like to hear what other people are saying. Yeah, because I'm nosy. <laughs> I think we've established that I'm nosy. <laughs> Yes, if you're there and I'm in a race with you, I'm listening to your conversation. <laughs> I am. I'm not really shy about that. I'm listening. <laughs> and if they happen to say something like too like whispery, like I don't know, you say, "Huh? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Can you speak up? I'm trying to hear that." Well, I, I try to listen for overheard assholes that you like to put on your blog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, overheard assholes. <laughs> And I post them on my blog. You can always find them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, sadly. They're you know. all around us. <laughs> you can go to blackfonzie.blogspot.com, yeah. which is my personal blog, mm-hmm. and check those out. Yeah, and you have more to come. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Ari is currently in week four of training for the Marine Corps Marathon in Washington, D.C. I hear that's a good one. Yeah, and that is on October 26th. And it'll be a second marathon. I hear sexy uh, marine medals <laughs> on yeah. That's what uh, <laughs> Dennis, uh, when I went running in Berkeley, yeah. uh, Dennis, the guy I ran with, his wife enjoyed the Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah. Because there were svelte young dudes. Sounds nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, think we might, be, uh, might be busy for that one. Let's put it on the list next year. Be a little busy. 
Uh, he writes, my first was New York City last November. Wow, he actually got in. Yeah. Very he, good. He finished in 421.57. Awesome. And his goal for the Marine Corps Marathon is to improve upon that time. He writes, training is going well, but the heat and humidity is keeping me inside on the treadmill during the week. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, that is. Rewind a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking about the humidity. Uh, we got another email from Kolja. And he's all caught up. And he's been listening to the podcast on most commutes and on drives to Switzerland. His girlfriend works in Lucerne. Also a nice place to go. Yeah. Wow. I would like to be anywhere but here right now. Yeah. Can <laughs> you tell? I'm getting to that point where I want to rip my eyeballs out because I keep seeing the same old route in Fall River. Oh. I know. It would be nice to run in Switzerland. All that clean, fresh pine air. That's what we need. So he's getting his girlfriend into running. Yeah. And starting her out on the Couch to 5K program, just like you, right? Yeah. And I started that last year. And it's done wonders for me. Yeah. I definitely recommend the Couch to 5K program for anybody. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Yeah, it got me off the couch and I ran a 5K. It does what it says on the label. Yes. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Yes. <laughs> running is a great form of exercise, I think. Yeah. You know. That's why I do it. Yeah. So far, it's your favorite. It's the thing you've stuck to the most. Mm-hmm. You, you dabbled in kayaking there for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with kayaking is that I don't know how to swim. Yeah. And I'm afraid of the water. <laughs> but yet you went out kayaking all by yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I'm... But then you had a bad experience and stopped. <laughs> yeah. I am a weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I like being out in a kayak on the water. It's really fun and relaxing, and it's great upper body exercise, and you get to see all kinds of cool stuff. Mm. But I, if I ever tipped over in the kayak and fell in the water, I would be dead <laughs> because I don't know how to swim. And you won't take a swim lesson. No. Cause there you go. You're kind of <laughs> Luckily, kayaks don't really tip. Too badly. They're pretty stable. Yeah, they float back up. Yeah, but... But you had a bad experience at one point, and decided you kind of never went back out there again. No, this was... Oh, man, this was like last year or something. I went to this place in Westport, Mass., and uh, there's the Westport River that goes down into the uh, bay. Yeah, very pleasant. Great place. And I went down, I rented a kayak for a couple of hours, went out, shoved off. It was really nice. I, there are little inlets and stuff where, like, you can go in, and there are big trees, and there's Explored. yeah, little reeds and everything everywhere, and there are like little areas where they have you know bird nests on top of these large poles and everything. And then I went down like a little bit too far, <laughs> and the, you bonked. I totally bonked in the middle of the water while I'm kayaking. I was starting because I was going down river. Yeah, and. I bonked and I couldn't I couldn't paddle anymore. So I was like, I should probably start turning around because I don't know where the hell I was miles away. Yeah, and you had to face the current going back. I sort of forgot that yeah, going yeah. back up the current gets stronger. Yeah. Because you're fighting the river. And you didn't have any more food with you. No. Because you ate it all at once. I had a delicious cliff bar <laughs> which I ate like ten minutes into the paddle. <laughs> Instead of um, eating it like a runner, you know, at various times, every 40 minutes or so. Yeah, a little bit at a time. I would stop, and I'd be like, in the middle of the river, and then suddenly I would notice I was being carried further and further away 
down toward the bay. Oh, God. Start paddling a little bit further up. And I'd get, like, maybe a couple of feet, and then I'd, oh, I can't paddle anymore. Oh. And then I'd start to drift back a little bit. Oh, God, no. There was no way for you to get out of the water and walk with it. No. Um, So you had a paddler that went to the bay. I probably would have hit Martha's Vineyard or something at some point, maybe. <laughs> the seagulls didn't get you, yeah. <laughs> that would have washed up on the shore. And you were all by uh, yourself and gone with you. No, I didn't have any cell phone. <laughs> I might have, like, washed up on the shore of, like, Bermuda or something. <laughs> like a like a message in a bottle or something. You, you, you didn't make it, though. Eventually, Eventually, after a couple hours, I hugged the shore a little bit. For a while, it was, like, so hard, like, fighting the current because it really got, like, it started to get windy. <laughs> And the current was really stronger than it was when I'd been going down. Some of the waves were going up over the side of the kayak. So I would, like, dig the end of the paddle into the ground, into the dirt, and just, like, like push, push myself up. And, uh, yeah. For some reason, you never went kayaking. <laughs> yeah. When I finally got out of that thing, I was so thrilled. I was like, oh, God. You just lay on the ground and kiss it. Yeah. Oh, man, that was pretty terrible. Especially because I don't know how to swim. And I'm afraid of the water. <laughs> what the hell was I thinking? I don't know. Yeah, most of our friends have made fun of you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's the first question everyone asks when I tell them about kayaking and how I don't know how to swim and I'm afraid of water. Then why are you going kayaking? You know, occasionally I'll meet up with somebody. Like, Is he still kayaking and afraid of the water? I'm like... <laughs> but he's still afraid of the water. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta face your fears, but the thing is, it's probably best to learn how to swim. Well, most places that rent kayaks actually sort of require you to know how to swim. Yeah. And some of them even require you to know how to do the little rollover thing. Yeah. So you avoided those places and went to the places that had life rules. I said, can you swim? Oh, yeah. Can I have my kayak? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. Stupid. <laughs> anyway So running's much better I like running a because lot Because if you're tired You just walk You stop oh, and Or you, you just rest You sit yeah, You find a nice shady tree And you stop mm-hmm. And you don't drown On the land No <laughs> We have another email A couple yes. more emails We should get to uh, We got one from Karen And Karen writes uh, I heard you talk about Celiac disease And while I don't have it I have a friend who does And another friend's daughter Who has a severe wheat allergy Hmm. Um, And she recommended A website called Gluten Free Girl Yeah I actually found that one In my my, uh, research It was a pretty good site I'll put a link on there On the website Yeah And you've got another um, People recommending websites And stuff too Like isn't Marathon Chris's sister Yeah She's got a website Yeah she's working Towards a marathon too And she also has celiacs A lot of people out there Unfortunately With this problem But it's nice to have um, Websites to go to Blogs Very reassuring Especially when they have Recipes and you know, their little life story. And what they're doing to actually eat proper food yeah. without getting sick. Yes. And Karen has a website, uh, which is momrun.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. So you so, can check that out. And we'll put that one on the, on the uh, website. And the last email we have is from Stuart from Australia. <laughs> and uh, in reference to our question last week, uh, what age is it where you can't trust your farts anymore? <laughs> 
He's not sure, but he says, I did learn a very valuable lesson when I was about 14. Uh, don't fart when you have diarrhea. Yeah, which yeah. I'm going to take uh, for advice, too. I think that's good advice for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody should probably follow that advice. Yeah. Very good advice. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. Thank you very much. It's very useful. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that is it. I think that's all we have. We've got some comments on the blog page, too. Yep. You can always, you can leave always go there. Take a look at those. Check those out. I'm gonna write words oh so sweet. They're gonna knock me off my feet. A lot of kisses on the bottom. I'll be glad I got them. I'm gonna smile and say I hope you're feeling better. We also have uh, just a briefly check in on the Runner Plus challenges mm-hmm. that we had. We just got a couple more days left of the fizzy lifting drinks challenge yes. for July. Pop is still in the lead. Oh, very much in the lead uh, over soda, which is the correct one. Coke, less correct, is under that. <laughs> um, and then there's tonic and soft drink and soda pop pulling up the rear. Yes. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Pop is going to win. All right. <laughs> That's our little challenge for July. We'll on, probably have uh, another one in August. Yeah. Well, I got a little recommendation from uh, Jody from Confessions of a Runner, mm-hmm. and she said the next month should be what you call the things that you put on your feet when you go to run. Yes. Are they trainers? Are they sneakers? Running shoes? Tennis shoes? That'll probably be August's little. Uh, <laughs> monthly challenge on this is a new kind of poll yeah rather than put the poll on the website i like this because you like (laughs) strange polls i think that's it okay so what are we going to do for the second year i don't know well apparently not kayak no no kayak (laughs) not joining the gym no joining gym i mean maybe you know sometime in the future if i ever find a gym that lets me pay by the month or something yeah. and i i don't think it'd be horrible for you to join the gym if you use other facilities yeah but that's up to you yeah, if i just get my ass in gear <laughs> well you're saying well that would make me have to go an hour every day <laughs> and i kind of thought well maybe you should join the gym <laughs> yes what's wrong with that yeah. that might not be a bad idea Maybe I'll give her a call if I can ever pin her down again. I know. And you'll be healthy in the second year of four feet running. I plan to. My goal is by September at least. Yeah. To have hopefully gotten all my things in order. Yeah. Because I'm sick of this. I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing it. I certainly am. But it's affecting my running, so that's why we get to talk about it. Well, hopefully I'll be doing some more marathons and you'll be running some more 5Ks. Yeah, we'll both be doing some of the races... The worldwide races mm-hmm. near the end of the year. You'll be doing the worldwide half. I'll be doing the kicker couch 5K. Yep. I don't care how sick I am. I'm going to drag myself over the bloody finish line. <laughs> you want to get out of here? Yeah, because I have things to do and it's 12 and I'm starting to get weird again. Okay. <laughs> I need to eat yet okay. again. All right. Well, so from us, Nick and Dan. I wouldn't mind fish and chips. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> And now I think of my life as vintage wine from fine older cakes from the brim to the dregs. It 
sweet and clear It was a very good year Cap the whole year? Uh, I don't know if I remember yesterday. <laughs> if one of us is the chocolate, the other one's the peanut butter. So, you know there's something wrong if I can't finish my ice cream. Well, the, 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 the thingy doesn't go into the other thingy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't click in. Quit being technical, <laughs> just speak English. Every single one has always played Jungle Love by Steve Miller Band. That's true, they do play it. I think you're actually not running as hunched over. I've been trying to be more erect. Yeah, one of the four humors. Was it Larry, Curly? Moe and Chimp. Uh, yeah. This may be like Faces of Death. We actually hear somebody, that, or Voices of Death. Hey. My one massage. I'll give you more than one. No, one. <laughs> one point two. I was not a cool kid growing up. That's why you're doing a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I have my sources within the zombie community. I had too many cookies today. I feel like a big chocolate stomach ache. They keep running in all these rich places. Well, I don't want to run in the shit areas. <laughs> if I feel uncomfortable, I slow down. Well, this is a race, though. <laughs> I hope to win this <laughs> According to my grandmother, who's 93, the secret to a long life is no loving. Yeah. In this lifetime, I think closer to December or January, your wife might get pregnant. This is to keep hydrated. How much water did you drink today? A bunch. <laughs> What's a bunch? If only my old high school teachers who always said, ah, you don't talk much. Because <laughs> you me now. See, I wasn't caffeinated then. If they all ran off a bridge... <laughs> and it wasn't on the course map. <laughs> I smell a horse manure here. Yeah. As we approach Central Park. Just some fur lady in a fur coat <laughs> and fur boots drinking a mimosa out of a glass. It's 9 10 in the morning. Sun's not over the yard arm yet, lady. I love old navy shorts mm. for girls. I don't know if it'll work for boys, but they're low rise. You've been naughty. Wait, <laughs> the post office lady said I was adorable. I don't know. I think I think I might have an obsession. I, I don't know. No, really. Plus, his name sounds like Dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. But. Dr. Dildo. How was Dr. Dildo, by the way? Uh, it was a quick in and out. <laughs> if my mom ever finds you, TJ Runner, you better run. <laughs> Do we actually talk about running at all today? Uh, at the very beginning. Oh. I'm going to take a shower now and right. try to erase the bad thoughts. I don't know if I'm going to get to sleep tonight. Old people like poached eggs. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like an old people thing to eat. Oh, I, I'd like to be a cat hoarder, but you won't let me. Oh, it smells like fish and garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought we'd begin with that. Okay. <laughs> so far, while I've been in California, I have seen uh, women with fake breasts palm trees and four dollar a gallon gas oh but you got new shoes this week i did i went to the crazy man running store bubbles is our accountant oh you're gonna jump right in aren't you you're gonna jump right in there 
<laughs> I think the uh, Playboy buildings around here somewhere. So I may pop in and ask for a towel. You just ran 26.2 miles, for Christ's sake. No wuss. You eat wusses for breakfast. <laughs> and I'll tell you very frankly, I don't like Germans. Come here in my bottle. <laughs> now, what's you I'm going? I'm sure, like, what's that? Oh, nice bottle, lady. <laughs> Who has ever said nice bottle, lady? What has that ever happened? I think he got very mad that I didn't take him for a walk. And he took it out on his favorite little beeping thing, the Garmin. Yeah. And you can't give a zero star review, although TJ Runner certainly tried. Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> would get past like seven-year-olds? Don't Some kid with cancer beating me last year. Man, I tell you, I can't get a beater. Do, do, do.